The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and you'll see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left is Bradley's show from Saturday, two hours worth of Bradley Dean and in case you're interested in catching that, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. All you got to do is click the play button there, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. I'll click on that. You can join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. 
We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, as well as a variety of Tim Brown Facebook pages that you can find out there. Uh, you can catch us on those. And then also uh, The Real Tim Brow 2. Don't put the N there. Put a 2 in its place. And we're on Twitter there. If you're on Twitter and you want to catch us live there, uh, you can do so there as well. Up under where we're streaming live is where you can uh, sign up for our email newsletter. Um, you get one of those from us a day. It comes out between 7 and 8 Eastern usually. So sign up for that and uh, get our articles that we have each day. Um, and then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what's going on in the ministry, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can sign up for that right on the front page. And that is once a week. It comes out on Saturday. You'll get exclusive content as to what's going on in the ministry, Bradley's article for the week, and then also whatever product we're highlighting. By the way, our store is available, and the product we're highlighting this week is the Necessity T-shirts. Uh, these come in black, and they also come in blue. And I think the artwork has been changed from... The pictures we have here. Bradley had one on that didn't look quite like this, but similar. <laughs> so uh, they may be the artwork may be a little different. They haven't sent that over to me yet, though. These are normally a donation of twenty dollars this week only through Saturday night at midnight. You can get ten percent off of those with the promo code Necessity. I make it real simple for you. It's in the title. Use Necessity. You get ten percent off of these. And of course, if you got a double, a double X or a triple X large, it's a little bit more, but you still get ten percent off. These have the uh, famous slogan from William Pitt the Younger, Necessity is the plea of every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. This is the whole thing that went along with the Convids 1984 when they were telling you, yes, we have to do this. You must take the vaccine, which was not a vaccine. You must wear a mask, which doesn't do anything. You must stay six feet apart, which is just ridiculous um, and has no basis in science. So keep that in mind. Also, finally, if you would like to help us uh, stay out there on the radio, the Internet, and among the people teaching our Christian and constitutional heritage, there's a donate button at the top of the page of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And guys, we really do appreciate, uh, and I don't know why my camera wants to freeze up sometimes, but uh, we appreciate your support. We really do in keeping us out there. So thank you very much. Real quickly, just want to remind you, um, got this little gif. You know what a gif is, right? It's like multiple pictures stuck together. It makes it look like a motion picture, uh, but it's real small. Um, just want to remind you, elected representatives all of the world who they're actually uh working for anything anything noticeable in any of these pictures who they're working for uh-huh just so you get the picture now it goes beyond that i can point to the fact that uh, you know we've done some shows on rome as well and it's the same people working against the people of god that were working against Jesus Christ himself, the Romans and the Jews. And <clears throat> I'm not saying all Roman Catholics. I'm not saying all Jews. I'm saying the system is working against us. It's behind all of that. And uh, you see how people, uh, they, just, they just bow the knee to them, don't they? They have no allegiance to the true and living God. They have the allegiance to whoever's funneling them the most money and giving them the most power. Just want to remind you that that's what's going on. Now, today we've got a special guest on this morning. He's joining us from the West Coast. He's up at 3 a.m. to be here with us. It's that important of a story. And in talking with our guest on the phone and looking at some of the, the things he sent me, it's really interesting because my friend Jim White, you guys have, he's been on the show before. Jim spent, I don't know, a year or two of just constantly, probably 
two or three stories a day of just these CPS horror stories from families where the children have been taken, not given back. They they hear all kinds of terrible things that's happened to the children, this, that, and the other. And Tim hasn't had the story get out. In fact, he was telling me, and I'm going to let him tell you the story. He was telling me that he had a journalist there in California who was going to cover it. He met with her, and she got called in. I think it was to the court or the judges' chambers or whatever. And she, he said her whole demeanor changed. She left and wouldn't do the story. And I don't know if there's a threat there or what, what was going on. I'm going to let him tell you. But I'm, um, it's my pleasure to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Tim Taylor. And no, it's not that Tim Taylor. Good morning, Tim. Good to see you. Good morning, Tim, and thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Now, Tim, you've got a you've got quite a tell to tell here. Uh, you haven't just sat back. You've sent certified letters to people who are involved. I think from the sheriff to the judge to the CPS people to even Joe Biden himself, and nobody's responded. You've put in there certain things that you're you're saying they're they're guilty of and what they're doing, and we know there's a postal rule. Uh, that's been set up federally, that when that goes through and they sign that little green card and you get that little green card back, that is a contract that's there. So if they don't respond, those things that you have pointed out in those letters uh, stand as evidence, they stand as truth, because they're not refuted. Now, we're going to get to that in a minute, but why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and how it came to be that you're on the show and you're talking about this issue with CPS and your two sons that you haven't seen in nearly a thousand days. Well, yeah, that's the first thing. Let's let's start with my boys. Um, they were trafficked to an extreme porn site in Ohio, and there disappeared. I have not seen my sons alive in 930 days as of today. So that's the basic horror. Uh, this story begins all the way back in uh, 2014 when some rogue members of my own family uh, made a deal with DCFS to steal my children and kill both parents. Uh, the boy's mother, uh, Liz Taylor, my then wife, Liz Taylor, uh, has been disappeared as of August 24th, 2020. Everyone at DCFS says she was murdered. Uh, that's probably true, but there's been no body found or that anyone knows of. Uh, so we just don't know. We just know that she disappeared on that day. We know that, and I can testify, that Cannoning of DCFS said that he murdered her on that day. Um, there have also been three other murders directly related to the case, so we'll get into that. Um, but I have not had a free visit with my sons, uh, while I was living with my sons, uh, it started November 17th, 2014. I had no idea that DCFS, which is the Los Angeles CPS gang, uh, was involved at that time. Uh, they didn't show their hand for a while. Uh, but my children were taken away from me. They were loved and happy. We had two parents. But now their mother was um, had mental problems from childhood abuse. Her mother, she was Russian. Her mother was a KGB torturer. And Liz was all over scars and 
Oh, we are froze up here. All right, I guess this is kind of par for the course here that uh, we're not getting anything from from Tim. Uh, maybe we can get a reconnect. I don't know if they're picking it up on their end. See if we can connect back again. But uh, yeah, it is California, uh, Jeffrey. Tim, Tim, sorry, sorry. You froze up there for about the last, I don't know, 45 seconds or so. And I'm not surprised. They This kind of thing usually doesn't happen, but it does happen on occasion. So if you can backtrack about 45, you were saying that uh, your your former wife, Liz, her mother was former KGB torturer. She had some scars on her back, and then you, you, uh, you cut out. Okay. Well, she was the weak link between the two of us because of her mental uh, problems. She has over 400 personalities many of them are children uh so in some way dcfs and their conspirators got control of at least one of her personalities uh anyway we were split up in november of 2014 and um this was in new york and then i came back to la to be with her after she came back and this is when the murder attempts started. Um, as I said, there have been five murder attempts against me, two against Liz. The second one was apparently successful. Um, the first one uh, started the official, you might say, the official kidnapping where DCFS came out. So let's, let's concentrate on that part. On uh, February 14th, 2018, um, two people beat and kicked uh, Liz to death, or so they thought. Uh, those people have since been identified as Bobby Cagle, then the director of DCFS, and Dr. Richard Labrie, who was Liz's crooked therapist. Tim, who was the director of DCFS that was involved here? Uh, Bobby Cagle. Okay. And all this that I'm just telling you has been recently confirmed via the uh, certified letter by the new director of DCFS, uh, Brandon Nichols. So anyway, Cagle and Labrie beat Liz to death, or so they thought. Uh, she actually survived the attack. Uh, the police... Uh, came and gave me uh well there's there's a part in here that's very important uh liz was in the hospital in intensive care the boys were locked into her apartment they were only uh eight and five at this point um anyway dcfs knew about this and left the children to starve to death in their apartment um, and they survived on cereal as long as they could. They started banging and screaming and everything. And finally, someone called the police. The police came. It's the only time the police were helpful in this story. They gave me full legal and physical custody of the boys, which has never been taken away. So I am the only person with that full legal and physical custody. So I took the boys home got them cleaned up, and they were very, very happy uh, to be home. Um, at that time, I lived just a few blocks from where Liz lived. 
Um, and then I got the first visit from DCFS. And I did not know at the time that DCFS was a 100% criminal organization. I have sent you the murder list, uh, all 15 members of DCFS that I have spoken to have publicly admitted to raping and killing children. In order to get high up in DCFS, you have to rape and kill children. This is again confirmed by certified letter by the new director of DCFS, Brandon Nichols. Anyway, I did not know this, and I think a lot of parents think, oh, this is some government organization, it's okay. Uh, and DCFS got my children with a very simple trick, and of course I will regret this all my life. They said, okay, you've got custody from the police, but that's not a formal custody. You have to get it from a judge. So we will take the kids to children's court and this Nerali Brambach, one of the DCFS killers, said that uh, we own children's court. That part's true. Children's court doesn't do anything. It's not a, it's not a real court at all. But it carries out the orders of DCF. Yeah, of course. It's administrative law, which is not real law. It's not real law at all, no. So, and just jumping way ahead of us, in a regular court, you don't see the judge masturbate during the uh, course of the hearing, but that happened in one of the cases. What? Uh, no, I'm not joking. That's uh, unfortunately not joking at all. So. Wow. Anyway, but going back to that, this thing, I said I would get custody, and I had no idea. I didn't realize that everyone at DCFS would lie, except about one thing. It's like a cult. They will not lie about killing children. So on that, they'll go silent, but they won't actually lie about it. On anything else, they will lie all the time. So I went to court expecting to come home with my children, and, of course, DCFS took the children with the assistance of police guns where my children were taken off by armed police. And that was the beginning. That was March 5th, 2018. And ever since then, my children have been kidnapped. The next stage that happened was DCFS said they were going to traffic my children to an extreme porn site in Ohio led by Eslin Weaver. You can Google Eslin Weaver porn if you want to see some extreme hardcore stuff. Uh, and of course, I uh, objected to this uh, in the most strenuous possible way. And my by then ex-wife, uh, Liz Taylor, objected to this in the most strenuous possible way. So neither of us wanted this to happen. And if you want kids for child porn, you want them really young. Uh, I, this is sickening and horrible, but there are such people. There's a market for this. So they wanted the kids when they were really young. But I kept fighting, and I always fight in public like this every chance I can get uh, because I have nothing to hide. I have no. Um, you know, black marks on my record, no criminal record, obviously. 
Uh, just a few words about myself. This isn't about me. It's about my boys. But I'm a writer, director in film. I am an international master in chess. And I'm an author of 14 published books, novels, and nonfiction. So, in other words, I've lived in the public eye since I've been 18. I have no, uh, nothing to hide. So I've been trying to get publicity. And again, thank you for putting me on the show. Um, that one girl was threatened. We can get into that a little bit later. But um, no, nobody else. I've been writing, you know, for example, the LA Times, since I'm in Los Angeles, just about every day for many years. They've never responded won't take the case, won't study the case or dig into it, research or anything like that. You cannot justify taking kids from a loving family and sending them to a porn site. That's just bottom line. You cannot do that. That's right. You can't, you can't, wait a minute. You can't justify taking them from a loving family, period. In the first place. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, let, let's, let's help people understand here, Tim. Your your wife had the kids, then she's disappeared, presumed killed, murdered, and then they give them to you, you have full custody, and then they want to come and take them from you again. This is why I encourage people to put back in place real law enforcement, which is the people. The boys in blue are not real law enforcement. They're not constitutional. You can say it all you want to, and I'm not saying every one of them is a terrible person or this, that, and the other. I'm saying the people bring the justice. Article 1. Clause uh, Section 8, Clause 15, the Constitutional Militia would enforce these kinds of things, Tim. They would come to your aid, and they would deal with the perpetrators along with the grand jury. And I think in California, there's a couple of grand jury counties there. But this is why I encourage people to take back their responsibility and their duty to stand for people like you and for themselves. It's it's protecting not only their neighbors, it's protecting their the, their their own children, their own posterity here. Well, that's, you know, that's all well and good. But when you're in that situation, you never, you know, dealt with police in your life except for a speeding ticket or something. Sure. You don't realize that the police are your enemy in this case, that DCFS, a government organization, is your enemy. And you don't think that they're lying to you in every possible case. But in any case, they did grab the kids. Um, they forced them into uh, foster care, as they say, with a violent neo-Nazi who had vicious huskies. And I want to put a picture up of what happened to my sure, please. son Kennedy. And that is my son Ken Kennedy. It's uh, the last picture I have is from September 26, 2018. As you see, this is early in this case. He's been bitten by a vicious dog. As he told me, uh, blood was pouring down his face. Um, and his neo-Nazi captor, this thug who was holding him prisoner, did not take him to the hospital to get medical care because he knew the hospital would have to report it. And maybe DCFS couldn't cover for him. Basically put a Band-Aid on my son's face after he gets his face half torn. So, and take it down. Okay, so that happened very early on. And I started realizing 
how things were going and how DCFS was such an absolutely uh, criminal organization. And I tried to get my son released for medical care. Uh, he has scars or will have scars his whole life unless I can, uh, if I can get him back, one of the first things I want to do is see what the plastic surgery operation, uh, options are for him. But anyway, he didn't get any medical care. The judge, this is the judge who will masturbate in court later, uh, Michael Whitaker, then ordered my son sent back to the neo-Nazi, essentially, so he could get bitten again by another vicious dog, and which happened. He got bitten another time. Um, so then it became clear to DCFS, we're up to 2019 at this point, that they were going to lose their investment because my boys would be killed if they stayed with the Nazis. So they started pressing even much harder to send them to the child porn site. And I, of course, fought this with every fiber of my being, and Liz did as well. And so what happened was they decided to kill both parents, or I think that was always on the agenda. Anyway, just a minute. So Tim, let me let me ask you a question about this. How did mm. you find out they were going to send your boys to this degenerate woman, uh, Miss Weaver? How did you find out they were going to send her there, uh, send them there? And some of the stuff they do, uh, folks, this is not regular. Like, it's not even. I don't even think the regular what you hear in child porn. It's some pretty. Oh, it's. I mean, it's worse if the if the child porn makes you sick, which it should. It should sicken you to to death. It's worse than that. Some of the stuff that they're doing there. How did you find this out? They were very open about it. What they told me? They would. They told me. But as we discussed earlier, um, they it's never in written. You never written down. They, they would tell me this, and of course. Again, I would say to anybody who gets involved in this situation, if through no fault of their own, uh, their children are taken, get recording devices and anything like that. Amen. That's exactly uh, right. And I did not have them. I kept thinking there was going to be a legal solution. There is no legal solution. Uh, anyway, but no, they were very open about that. And... I eventually got court papers. I, I sent them to you, 161 pages, court papers. And you'll see it says nothing about the child porn, but they didn't have any reason for taking the children at all, none. Uh, and usually when a CPS gang steals children, they make up some kind of reason. You know, even if maybe the parents smoke marijuana or something, it, something that's not significant, but they would use that but with me they had nothing because as i said i was in the public eye a chess player and no drugs or anything like that so they made up this thing and they say it was found to be true by this fake judge judge uh kim nigoyan who would later confess via certified letter that she rapes and kills children that's the kind of judge they get um anyway she said it was found to be true that I had two separate bodies that lived in two separate locations at the same time. This is not a fact, but it was found to be true by 
children's court. So in any case, so they just simply made that up out of thin air. Uh, there's nothing uh, legal about that. Uh, I was still fighting against it. I had uh, uh, two uh, really dangerous attempts on my life. In the first one, I was arrested for no reason. And a lot of people say, you can't be arrested for no reason. There has to be a crime or something. No, I was just arrested. Had my head slammed into a wall by a couple of cops, held for five days in prison without being charged with anything. I never was charged with anything. Uh, during the five days I was in prison, which is effectively a form of torture, I was constantly told that they would let me out if I confessed. And I said, well, I haven't done anything. What confessed to what? And they said, well, you just have to confess, and then you'll get out. Well, I refuse to, to confess. Amen. Good for you. Thank you. But it was more important to me to keep my honor. So I stayed there five days. They realized I was never going to confess. Finally go up to before a judge, and I'm not allowed in the judge's chambers. They hold me behind bars like I'm a criminal. Though I haven't been charged with anything, and I haven't committed any crime. And the judge says, you know we can hold you forever. And I've heard enough about Gitmo and all that. Yes, they can hold you forever without any process of law. But even so, I said, I'm not confessing to any. So they realized I was too much to crack there. So they let me out. And in a year later, I finally was seen in a regular court. And the judge not only, well, she didn't dismiss the charges because there were no charges. She dismissed the entire case, expunged it expunge the record of the arrest and all of that. Um, because as she pointed out, no crime was committed. It wasn't that a crime was committed and I was a suspect. There was no crime that was committed in the first place. But going back to those five days when I was in prison, here's the murder attempt. I was sitting there uh, with a few other guys, and we were watching Do the Right Thing, and it was a great Spike Lee film. So we're watching that, and these cops burst in with shotguns. One of the cops aims the shotgun at my head. It so happened that I was on the right side of the bench, and I had these three guys to my left. Now, if he shot me, he was going to kill the three guys behind me as well. So he thinks better of it, and he doesn't pull the trigger. I could see his finger getting white on the trigger, but he did not fire. So that was the first attempt on my life. Um, about a year later, there was another one where I was run over twice. And in L.A., the response time is not very good for ambulances and police. But the police were right there, like right after. And the cop was so pissed off that I was still alive. And he was just very violently angry, which I didn't understand at the time. And then I realized it was a second uh, attempt. So my right arm was broken in three places. But I survived that. So this continued this sort of thing. Uh, and then Liz Taylor, uh, mother of the boys, uh, disappeared August 24th, 2020. Now let me tell you how easy it would be to find her. Because of her 
mental disability, she her sole income is Social Security. She gets Social Security disability. So either she's still getting Social Security disability, where you could track it and say, oh, she's here, she's getting it. Or she's not, in which case she's dead. DCFS said they killed her. Um, we, uh, I guess we don't know 100%, but she's disappeared. Okay. All right. You know, Tim, a lot of people in the chat are, are talking about this. Uh, it's a very heartbreaking story, no doubt. And they know my story. I didn't have my kids taken, but I learned very early on just how uh, <clears throat> demonic that CPS can be. And they weren't even threatening. They weren't even taking my. Now, they did threaten me uh, for not taking them to a well visit or something like this. But the fact of the matter was, was they deceive you with words. That's one of the things they do. They want you to sign papers that you you're signing because you don't know any better. You think, OK, I'm just acknowledging that you're you've been here. But what you're doing is you're really making a contract with them for them to do whatever they want with you. And I advise people uh, now I say if a CPS person comes to your house, either don't answer it or don't sign squat. Get them out of your house. Get them off your property as fast as you can, because they're there to beguile you like Satan did Eve in the garden. That's exactly what they're doing. It sounds like that's what they were doing in this case to a certain extent. And if you don't know, you don't know. You can't, I mean, you, you do with what your instinct is. I want to try to protect my kids. Uh, I want to try to keep my kids. But you have no idea of what they're actually doing behind the scenes until later on. So uh, I know a lot of people are really praying for you and are going to continue to pray. And we're going to tell you how you can sign a petition uh, to help Tim uh, at least get to the bottom of what's going on here. So let go ahead and continue what you're doing. I know you had to take a drink there. <laughs> well, I just want to say they smile a lot right in the beginning, before you know who they are. They smile a lot and they lie all the time. So uh, don't let them in. I, of course, made that mistake. I let them in my house. Uh, but don't let them in. Don't sign anything. Don't uh, don't talk to them at all. And move out of state. That's the best thing you could do. I agree. So, anyway. Or at least out of the county. Because sometimes they, they flourish in the county, and then you can move to another county. But then I've had, you know, Tim, I've had a friend who laid the brick for our foundation. They left one mm -hmm. county in North Carolina, went to another county in, in there with the order of a judge, and the sheriff mm -hmm. actually let them come do it and took all of his 10 kids. And then they, they were looking to adopt them out. They were like 10 grand a pop because they were considered minority kids. So there's a lot of money in this. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a lot of control. You said uh, some of the black, I guess that's blackmail is what they're trying to get on these people. So they continue doing it. By the way, let me just make mention of this before you continue on. I, I just popped this story out yesterday. FBI, the same FBI that's went after 900 and something patriots who went to Washington, D.C. to protest what they believe was an unfair election, a fraudulent election. That same FBI protected a woman who made $200 million selling up to 8,000 children over 40 years. And what did she get? She got three months minimum security prison sentence, some uh, stuff, you know, where they'll watch her when she gets out and stuff. But this is the, this is the kind of government we're dealing with. This is why I say that you want justice, people. You're tired of the shenanigans. You're tired of the criminals in your government. You're going to have to be the militia. You're going to have to step up and do it. It's going to cost us some skin. I don't like saying it. I'm not a violent guy, but 
I'm convinced there is no repair of D.C., that's for sure. And in some states, I'm beginning to wonder that too, Tim, Tim like in uh, California. There's some, there's some great people, especially in Northern California, but the, the people who control things in the metropolis are just as wicked as can be. No, that's absolutely true. And speaking of the FBI, um, I made many complaints to the FBI, and it's almost funny, but if you're on the phone with the FBI, and you're talking to them, and you say, well, I got a kidnapping case involves trafficking children across straight lines, they'll be very interested. And then you say, it's a CPS gang. And right at that moment, they say, have a nice day, and they hang up. Uh, so the FBI is heavily involved in this, at the very least, covering it up. They do not enforce the law against human trafficking, and this is as clear-cut a case of human trafficking as you can possibly imagine, the absolute worst kind, child sex trafficking. The FBI has refused to take a complaint. I even went physically to the FBI building in Los Angeles and talked to the first guy, you know, outside the building. And he said, wait here, he was friendly, you know. And he got my name and they called upstairs. And as soon as they called up, they knew who I was. That is to say, a concerned parent, a good citizen, a loving father. Well, the FBI doesn't like concerned citizen or a loving father or anything like that. So they sent some agents out to throw me off the ground, which they did. So no help from the FBI on this. Hmm. And going back to Liz Taylor, she's disappeared now two years. She's on Social Security. Easy to find. I have reported her disappearance slash murder to the LAPD, to the uh, LA District Attorney, to the California District Attorney, and to the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland. And in my letter to Merrick Garland, it goes something like, I've reported this to everyone else. It would be so easy for a federal officer like yourself, just check the Social Security. You will find out if she's alive or dead. If she's alive, you'll find out where she is. Uh, I don't believe she is because she would have seen the kids. But anyway, uh, they won't do that. It's not that they investigate and don't find anything. They refuse to investigate. Yep. That's it. Tim, can you can you help people also understand this is as far as I understand what you've told me, this is the first time your story has actually gotten out in the public. And you can are you, the first, yes. Can you can you help people understand? You were telling me about a young lady who was a journalist there in, I think it was Los Angeles, but you can correct me. And she had met you to actually do a story on it. She got called in, I don't know, through the judge chambers or the court or something, and she came out and immediately left you, never heard from her again. Can you tell people That's that story? I, I want to go through that. It's a sure. very important thing because... We have press suppression here in the U.S. I did not know this even existed. I thought of the First Amendment to the Constitution, freedom of the press. It does not exist in CPS cases. There's no coverage of these things, although Los Angeles is a hub of this kind of horror. Anyway, there was this little tiny online paper called The Chronicle of Social Change, and this girl on there, Sarah Tiano, a young woman in her 20s, uh she wrote a little bit about this sort of thing so i contacted her she was very friendly very interested in the case um so i said oh i got a hearing coming up and i would like you to 
cover it live, you know. So she comes and we meet. Hearing said at 8.30. Well, they say at 8.30, but it never actually starts at 8.30. It starts later. So she sits down with me for about an hour. And one of the questions she asked, and this is why I welcome any investigator. You can investigate me all my life. You're not going to find anything bad. But um, I welcome investigators because sometimes they have a different uh, point of view. Uh, she asked me, how did DCFS even know about Aslan Weaver? And that's such a good question. How would a county organization in Los Angeles know about a porn star in Ohio? Well, there's no way they would know unless they had arranged it already. And that's, again, been confirmed over and over again now by DCFS. This was always the plan to send them to the porn site in Ohio. But she asked that question, and I said, wow, that is that is a really good question. I just hadn't think of it. When you're really close to a case, sometimes you can't see the obvious thing. Uh, so this was a plot from the beginning to steal the kids for child porn. And as I say, eventually they were just open about that, but not in paperwork. Anyway, so we had this very friendly talk, and you know, she was on my side. She was a, a good person. Um, and a good journalist. And at some point, an armed bailiff comes over and very harshly tells her that the judge, this would be the masturbating judge, Judge Whitaker, hadn't had that episode yet, though, uh, said ha the judge had to see her. And she was friendly, pretty girl, uh, you know, full of life. She goes to this thing, sort of dragged off, about 15 minutes later, she comes back white as a sheet, and it's about 9.30. She says, uh, I, uh, I can't, uh, I can't uh, I'll come back after lunch, is what she said. That's the last words I ever heard from her. And, of course, it wasn't anywhere near lunchtime. But anyway, she left the building, and I have never heard from her since. And also, to add to the vindictiveness of this, her little online newspaper, the Chronicle of Social Change, powers that they didn't like social change. They shut her newspaper down. So, wow. So that is the power that they have. Although when you meet these people in person, they're just these little pedophile punks. And, you know, you could, <laughs> not anybody to be scared of. And yet they wield enormous uh, power. Yes. And so... So far, until you uh, today, that's been the only journalist to cover this case, which she never wrote a word about. Yeah. You know, Tim, when you're saying that about them, I think about what the scripture says about Satan himself. He says, the people are going to look at him and go, is this the one who deceived the whole world? This this guy here? Now, the Bible says he's a beautiful creature, but boy, I mean, when I see that, I'm thinking people are going to look on him and go, man, he deceived the whole world, this guy right here, and yet that's that's exactly what, what goes on. Now, you aren't just dealing with DCF. Can you explain, to give, give, you're giving the DCFS, and we use CPS, Child Protection. What does DCFS stand for there out in California? It's Department of Ch Children and Family Services. Okay. 
and uh, all these names are lies. I yep. mean, all they do is destroy. That's right. That, yeah, they're out to destroy the family. They're Marxists. There's no question about that. So you've already dealt with people like that. You've dealt with the judge. You've dealt with DCFS and all these other people that are, that are there. But you've also dealt with federal representatives such as Mr. Schiff, uh, Mr. Biden, Ms. Harris, uh, and other people. You've also gotten stuff that you've sent them the, the certified letters and they don't respond to them. And again, I'll remind people, you can go look it up. There's a postal code. I meant to pull it up here. There's a postal code rule that when you send that, send somebody a letter and it's signed for, that is a contract. And if they fail to correct what's inside that letter, it becomes a valid statement of fact. This is why if you get something like that, you need to respond to it if there's if, there, if somebody makes false accusations against you. Can you na- give us a list of the people that you've sent to that... Uh, would be state representatives or federal representatives out of the state of California? Yes. Um, I, I just call it the hateful eight after the movie, but uh, I sent eight certified letters and these were to uh, my two senators, uh, Senator Feinstein and Senator Padilla, uh, my representative, Adam Schiff, my former representative, Karen Bass, who is running for mayor of Los Angeles right now, uh the billionaire who's running against her uh rick caruso uh the new director of dcfs brandon nichols and the uh appellate court the three judges of appellate appellate court who ordered my kids uh well confirmed the order that my kids should be sent to the porn site and the three judges of children's court who originally ordered uh, my children to be sent to the porn site. So all now I didn't get any answers, but I asked different questions according to what I know and have learned. I had already learned that the three uh, judges at Children's Court had killed children, had raped and killed children. I asked them if they had done so and if they don't respond. I'm saying that you have killed children. All the evidence is overwhelming that they have done so. And they did not respond. Same with the appellate courts and so on. Adam Schiff, a very well-known uh, representative and I would say an absolute psychotic supporter of child sex trafficking. Uh, and I, And he is believed by virtually everyone in the parents' rights community in Los Angeles to be a pedophile. If you say Adam Schiff to anyone at one of these parents' rights rallies that I've been to, uh, they'll say, oh, that pedo about Adam Schiff. A lot of smoke, but now we have fire because I asked Schiff if he has raped children. said, don't answer. You're saying you have. So, in effect, he has said he has raped children. I asked Schiff if he had killed children. Same thing. He said he had killed children. And the same thing with Karen Bass and Rick Caruso. One of those two is going to be the next mayor of Los Angeles. It doesn't matter which one. They're both child killers. I uh, There's been Russian involvement in this case from the very beginning. Uh through uh, my late wife, I guess we should say, 
uh, her mother and the KGB activity. I asked Diane Feinstein and Alex Padilla if they had received uh, money from Russia, if they were Russian assets. Now, it's impossible to imagine that a politician who was not a Russian asset would just let that go. But they did. They confessed via the certified letter that they are Russian assets, that they support uh, Putin's plan to destabilize the United States by destroying our families. So that we have the smoking gun at this point. What we don't have is somebody to enforce the law. Yeah, and that's going to be that. I'm telling you, Tim, this is going to be the people. If the people don't enforce the law, we're doomed. That's just the way yeah. it is. And the people are going to have to enforce the law. They're they're going to have to quit waiting on elected representatives who keep getting blackmailed in this kind of stuff. We've seen Bohemian Grove. We've seen all these skull and bones where the guys come out of that. We've seen all of the blackmail cards that they play on these people in order to get them to go along with their satanic kind of you know perverted behavior and 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 all for the sake of money it's it ends up when you get down to it it's about money yeah there's some kind of perverted pleasure for them but it all comes down to money and one way or another it comes down to my, I may mention of this lady 200 million dollars 8000 kids i i just and and everything within me wants to be like that family years ago that had their kids taken by cps who went and hired actual ninjas to go into the foster homes because their children are being abused and cut up the family, cut up the, the the foster parents and take their kids back. Everything in me says that is the right thing to do, not the wrong thing, not vigilanteism. That is the right thing to do for criminals such as this who prey upon children. In fact, it's a lot more lenient than what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you cause one of these little ones to stumble, it's better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he throw himself into the sea. That's that's Jesus's way of saying, don't mess with the kids. And if you if you're even thinking about it, you'd be better off to go do this. You'd be better off to kill yourself, which is still a sin. It's still a breaking of the law. You'd be better off to do that than mess with one of these little kids and to harm them. So uh, all of our hearts go out to you. I, I'm seeing it in the chat. A lot of people are heartbroken and they're furious that this kind of stuff goes on somebody asked what country is this happening in yeah it's happening in california but it's not just california brother it's happening in every state of our union yeah and the, the my children were trafficked to ohio uh so this is a nationwide uh operation Okay. All right. We're, we we get about four minutes here, and um, I, I know there's a lot of stuff that's, that's still going on. We'll have some information that people can check out in the archive, but I want you to tell people uh, before you continue on, and if we need to go over a little bit, Tim, we can. Uh, I'll give you that time if you need to do it, since this is really the only outlet you've had. I don't want to restrict it to one hour if you need a little more. But this is where you can go. There's multiple petitions. Uh, Tim is not asking for money. He wants his boys back. That's what he wants. He's got multiple petitions across change.org and other places. But this is the big one he says that he really wants to, to promote here. This is I petitions, I as in the letter I, petitions.com forward slash petition bring my sons home. In fact, 
you'll you'll find this amazing. You can put it in a Google search engine. I'm not trying to promote Google, but you can do it. Bring my son's home. Put that in there. Scroll down. It's like the the first one that actually is a real link there. Bring my son's home. It'll take you right to it. That's if you do an internet search on on Google. I'm I'm assuming it probably is the same. And uh, you can read about that. You can sign the petition. He's got 154 people. And that's without anybody knowing about this. Um, wanting, Wanting to see an investigation into why his boys are gone from out from under his custody and yeah, I guess up. subsequently wanting an investigation into what's going on with your wife. But uh, Tim, you got about two and a half minutes and if you need to go over, we'll do that too. Okay, well I want to mention my political petition which is on change.org. Uh, it's Putin, Puppets, Feinstein and Padilla must be expelled from the Senate. And this is about we now have certified proof that uh, these two senators are working for Russia. They admit that, and they support to their last breath child sex trafficking. And the Constitution says that the senators must defend their constituents against domestic violence. If this isn't domestic violence, I don't know what is. The mother killed, um, the children trafficked to a porn site. The senators should be right on this instead. They have been relentless in their support for child sex trafficking. And they're also, as you say, enriching themselves. Feinstein says she has received millions of dollars from Russia. Google Putin. Incredible. Uh, that's incredible because, you know, one of the things that, that we saw here, uh, what was that, over the past year or so, was they, they grabbed a guy who's been a driver and advisor for 20 years who is a Chinese spy. And basically, there was no investigation into her at all, which tells you Homeland Security's in on it, FBI's in on it, the NSA's in on it, the CIA's in on it. They have to be all in on it yeah. to, to not have any investigation into something like that. No investigation whatsoever. Wow. Wow. Tim, we appreciate you being on with us. Do you need a little more time? Is there more stuff that you want to go over you want to share with people? Um, I'll just... Um my girlfriend Annie just said the Google search Putin puppets must be expelled. If you put that in Google, that'll work. That'll okay. get you to change.org. There you go. Uh, and we'll have those links up uh, in the archive today. And Tim, I'll get you a link for that. And man, we really appreciate you coming on and telling your story. I know it's, I can't imagine. I Like I said, I've got things where they didn't even take my kids. They just. They were in my house every week, and it took me to a really dark place. I mean, a really dark place. I would go into church. We were planning a church in North Carolina, and I would tell people, I said, I want to go find people and do bad things to them. I mean, I'm just confessing. I'm a man. I'm a man here. Was I trusting God? Yes. But at the same time, it, it, it the emotional stir that's there, it, they try to poke the bear. That's exactly what they do. And uh, Tim, we really appreciate you, man, coming on this morning, being up early with us. And uh, if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sunsilbertymedia.com. And then in the morning, we're going to have uh, Dr. Makus from Canada talking about these 36 doctors who have died after taking the experimental shot. Go and sign this petition for Tim. Help him get his, get his boys back. Talk to you then. See you.